Hey, welcome back to It's Called Soccer. Today's episode was recorded about a week ago. I left it up, though, because I consider it to be very interesting to see just exactly where our predictions for how the World Cup was going to play out is actually playing out in real time. So if something like that interests you, stay tuned and check us out. to know your best and worst team in each group and we can go group by group if you want um group a i have qatar ecuador senegal and netherlands i mean i clearly qatar is the worst there i I have to say that they have no players in fifa that tells me everything (laughs) i need to don't mean to be rude it's just that that tells everything i need to know right there yeah, the best best team in that group, Netherlands. Okay, I like Senegal, but no money that hurts. That hurts a lot. No money, no money. <laughs> That's the bottom line. <laughs> so I'm gonna say for Group A, um, Qatar is gonna be better than you think. Um, believe it or not, none of the players on Qatar squad are from Qatar. <laughs> I think that they're all like transplants from from African nations. Like the Saudis, when they were making the bid for this World Cup a while ago, like they identified a bunch of teenagers and was like, "Okay, you're from Senegal and you're like 12. Hey, we're gonna move your family here. We're gonna give y'all everything y'all need, you know." <laughs> and so, like their team. They have a lot of Muslim last names, but these dudes are from other places. Like, nobody's from Qatar, but they are, like, really, really solid dudes. And to qualify for the World Cup, like, they're not just a host nation. Like, you can be a host nation and not have a team in. But, like, these dudes qualified. It's like, uh, I think they won the Asian Cup, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Yeah. Okay. With a really young team. So, they're going to be better than you think. They may even steal a game off Senegal and could mess around and have like a Russia 2018 type run where, you know, you're thinking, oh, this is the worst team in the World Cup. Wow. And, they make it, and they make it to like the third round. Um, I'm so not saying say that. But I completely forgot about Russia. Completely forgot about Russia. You remember that? They were the 32nd ranked team out of 32. And, and they made it. They knocked off some big, big teams. And my wife and I were watching that. We were joking. We were like, man, Putin's got their families like hell hostage in the booth. And they're on the phone like, you better lose this game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> there was no reason they won games that they won. It was freaking nuts. But uh, I, I would say, again, in the group, I'm going Netherlands and Qatar to make it out. Because I do want to count on Senegal because I don't think they have the top to bottom depth. 
and uh, I think Netherlands and Qatar could steal games off of both teams. Okay. Um, group B. So Group B has got England, Iran, USA, and Wales. Worst, um, gonna say Iran. I gotta go with them. The best is probably England. I can't argue with that. Okay, they're, so not, they're bringing they're bringing horses. Mm-hmm. They're bringing the best players in that group. Should I say? The yeah. probably the best five players in that group are all English. Yeah, yeah. Until you get to maybe Pulisic. Okay. Okay, let me ask you this. I know this is sort of dragging us out a little bit, but since you mentioned it, if you say Pulisic is one of the five best players in the group, who on England are you sitting down in the attack so you can bring Pulisic on? Nobody. (laughs) I was just, I was being nice by saying top five. (laughs) They they really have more than five. We have more than five. But, like, this is where I think the USA, I'm not going to pick them as the top of that group, but they're kind of seeing that changing of the guard. We're like, we have better athletes than the rest of y'all. We're breeding athletes here, I think. Maybe not soccer players, but athletes. So I think these guys are starting to get a taste of, like, that young soccer love. So this young generation might be good. They might push some people, and this is what it takes. I think they make it out that group. You think USA that, makes it out the group? I think they can make it out that group. Because you know, you know, you only need four points to make it out of the group. So just yes. one win and one draw. Yes, I think they can make it out, and I think that lights the USA fire for maybe the next eight to twelve years, where we start to compete. Okay. So. I, I can't argue against you with England being the best, but I think the worst team in the group is Wales. Really? Um, I, I would say that is because their best players are old and their best physical players are really young and inexperienced. Okay, fair. I like Harry Wilson a lot. I mean, I like um, Daniel James a lot. I liked him at United. I like him at Fulham. Uh, but being fast, he's one of those fast and that's it kind of guys. You know, he's a road runner. A road runner didn't even talk, but he was fast. And he's a lot of people's favorite cartoon character. You know, <laughs> that, that's all he's really bringing. Um, I don't know, like Wales' best player. Like I said, they're just older. Like they, they're experienced, right? Like they're bringing something. And Gareth Bell is not even fully fit. He didn't. He didn't play sixty minutes a game, like in the MLS. In the MLS, <laughs> I feel like at this point, Garrett Bale's like another CR seven, but without, without all the accolades. Yeah, yeah. Gareth Bale is a guy who used to be one of the best athletes on the field or on the pitch, but like those days are behind him. But if you fall asleep on him, you're sadly mistaken. He'll, he'll make you right? pay. Yeah. And so if 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 Wales is in some games where it's tied and he comes on in the 60th minute, you know, he can make some noise. He can make some noise in the 70th minute, 75th. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
But like the question about whales, is that like magic you're gonna count on. It means a lot. It does. It I does. Think in order to count on that kind of magic happening, you need to have enough pieces around you or around that magician to keep everything afloat or to keep your team in the game until he comes on. Portugal can do that. Wales, like to your point, I don't think they can do that. I mean, their center backs don't scare me. Their keeper doesn't scare me. Their midfield doesn't scare me. You know, like nothing about that team. I, I don't know who they are, but I also Congratulations. don't know who is. So I was just like, okay. Right, no, I was gonna say thing. about Group B. Like, if you sleep on the run, you are mistaken. So their they their manager is oh man, I don't know what nation he's from, but he's Hispanic. He's from Latin America or maybe even South America. But this dude, like, he is the godfather of Iranian football. Like, their tactics are so crisp and nasty, and it's all because of him. Like, tactically, oh, like, really good football. Carlos Quiroz, how are you? Yes, yes, he is nice. And Iran. Also, you know, Taremi, Medi Taremi plays for uh, Porto. Last year, I want to say he was in the tops in the Champions League, like maybe top three in goals scored. And he scored against now, Man City. I think he had a hat trick against Man City. And like, now that you've told me those two <laughs> things, can I change the worst to Wales? <laughs> yes. Because I know that manager, because I remember watching the last World Cup, like, who is this guy? He's not Iranian, but he has them playing yeah. so well. They made it so out of the group stage in Russia. They did. They yeah, made it to I remember, I remember his face. It was his face that gave it away. I, I think they made it to the face. to the top eight in Russia, if I'm not mistaken. I think they won um one game in the round of sixteen too before they lost. So like they're not scrubs. And I hope USA like is ready for them. Because they got two like goal scorers. They got um, what's my man Osmoon? He plays for Leverkusen. Mm-hmm. And oh, you got the Tarim. young striker. Yes, and you got Taremi who plays for Porto. And not only did Taremi lead, uh, he had a hat trick against Man City. Um, and you know who the center backs in Man City is: John Stones and and Ruben Diaz, like two dudes who are going to feature in this World Cup. And are not in this group, but he also scored one of the best goals, period, in the Champions League. He was nominated for the Puskas Award because he had like a, I want to say he had a, a bicycle kick, like an overhead bicycle kick that scored, and it was just filthy. So this dude, he's legit. Now I know he's one player, but again, he's surrounded by dudes who know how to play good tactical football. He's one player, but he's one of like 10 standout uh, strikers there, I think. Yeah. On on separate teams. France has a lot on one team. Certain teams have like two or three, but kind of to counter the, the Gareth Bale and Ronaldo conversation, he can play the whole game, so it's okay. Yes, not, yes, he can play the whole game. Yeah, you're right. And he can do things the whole game. And you so, have to watch him for a full 90. 
You can't fall asleep. Just because you're keeping quiet for the first 70 doesn't mean nothing. He ran through Pep. If you ran through a Pep defense, you can run through most of these these back lines that are marching out in this World Cup. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Like I said, uh, Ruben Diaz and John Stones, you know, those are two guys that are featuring on two favorites in this World Cup. And he scored a hat trick on them cats. So, like, don't sleep on them. All right, uh, Group C, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. Give me your best and your worst. Best, Argentina. The worst, I'm going to have to say Saudi Arabia. (laughs) Argentina, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, Poland, they got a good midfield. Trying to think. I don't think I know anybody on their back line. Chesney's a good goalie. And... I'm not gonna argue against Lewandowski. He's gonna mm-hmm. make you pay. They and they know how to play with him. So mm-hmm. I can't I can't give you guys the worst. Mexico, Mexico fights. They got some dogs and they 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 wanna fight. Saudi Arabia, I don't know anybody playing for that team, so that's why they got the nomination for yeah. worst. Okay. Uh, so you know me, I gotta come in and, and tell you that the team that you picked is the worst is not as bad as you think. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> so, I, 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 Argentina, obvious reasons, right? However, I think the worst team, in my opinion, is Mexico. Um, their center backs, trash. Their strikers, trash. Their keeper, trash. <laughs> Are they, they got, still marching out of that show? Yeah, they got wingers in the midfield. Congratulations. Oh, they got the one center back who plays for United. I can't think of his name. Um, uh, Lissandro? Yeah, Lissandro Martinez. Okay. No, is he Argentinian? Oh, is he? He's Argentinian. Man, that's, that's that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Uh, I don't think Mexico has a shot in this group. Okay. If I'm being honest. And Saudi Arabia, they're not necessarily good, but what they will be is supported by the local crowd because the the games are like right there. Okay. Qatar, Saudi Arabia is like US and Mexico. I th- I'm pretty sure those countries touch each other. And they're gonna they're gonna have way more fans at their games, at all of their games, than they play Poland to a tough two one game. Or one meal game, you know what I'm saying? They may. I, I'm pretty sure they'll be Mexico. Mm-hmm. I know they don't have a chance against Argentina, regardless of how many people are there supporting. But um, I think Mexico's the, the worst team in this group. I've, I've watched enough Mexican football to know that they just they ain't got it. <laughs> That's right. They ain't got it. Like, Who's scoring goals? Raul Jimenez with the little with yep. the little head with the what's under the Peter Church uh, headgear like good luck. I can't answer that question, but they've got pride. They got pride. I mean, they're proud. They're scrappy. They fight. I give you that. I give yeah, you I, that. I ain't saying Saudi Arabia is gonna run over Mexico, but I'm saying in the sure. end, it's hard to play ninety minutes with the crowd cheering against you every time you touch the ball. It's hard. I do understand that. That's not a good. That is a good point. But, uh, all right. So, 
And a lot of these things are far stand from home. <laughs> I'm going to stand on Saudi Arabia being the worst on this Okay. One. So we can agree to disagree in that group. <laughs> All right. Moving to, moving to group D. We got France, Australia, Denmark, and Tunisia. I mean, the obvious best is France. The worst, I'm going to say Tunisia. I think that's safe. I think that's very safe. Um, they they have like two guys, I think, that are playing at top five nation uh, nation clubs. Like, I think they have maybe two guys in the in Ligue 1 in France, and I don't even think they're starters. So, again, though, to qualify for the World Cup out of Africa, like that means something. That's true. It means something because there are a lot like Nigeria is not coming. You know what I'm saying? Ivory Coast is not coming and they got some dogs. So I'm not here to say that these dudes are scrubs. I just think I know they're better than Australia, but being better than Australia doesn't mean you're better than France or Denmark. Like I I think (laughs) Denmark is full of professionals and I think France is just going to out talent you like they're they're Alabama and you're New Mexico State like it's just not yes, yes. not close. <laughs> this isn't fair. You are tuned up. We're, we're just having fun here. We don't have to dwell on that group too long. Uh, I think we know what time it is there. Very <laughs> <laughs> uh, Group E: Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, and Japan. Man, so the worst. I'm going to say Costa Rica. Because all they've got is Kilo Navas. Um, the best. I'm going to go with Germany over Spain because they're two machines. You just have an older machine versus a younger machine. Okay. So this World Cup, I think Germany's the best team. The next one, I think it'll be Spain if they're in the same group like this. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, Costa Rica. So they're they're also my pick for the worst. However, I'm not. <laughs> this is tough because Kaylor Navas. Like you want to just say, like it's easy to say. Well, that's just the best guy they got, right? But like when you go to Costa Rica, the airport is named the. Kaylor Navas International Airport. And there's not many living people that have airports named after them. Like he means so much to that place in particular. And again, we talk about national pride being a mother, right? Like I just I think they'll get I think they'll get one or two. I, I, two may be stretching it, right? Because <laughs> I don't think they'll beat Spain or Germany, but like, I know they'll beat Japan. I know, or at least draw. It's going to mean a you lot. Think? I think so. And so what it's just going to come down to is like, is is Japan going to upset Germany or Spain in the group? And if I'm being honest, I've watched Japan play a lot. They actually are a lot deeper than you think. Their only struggle is scoring goals. And Japan and Spain, fortunately, have the same weakness because I don't think Spain is scoring goals like that. 
And when you talk about games that are going to come down to one goal in extra time, you know, anything can happen. A lucky bounce, an own goal, a free kick. You know, so somebody gets ahead on the ball in the last second. You know, like stuff like that matters. I do agree with that. So um, I would like to believe that if the games are close, you know, Spain may not make it out of this group. They're talented. They're young. They know how to move with, without the ball. Um, they don't really like. I think of the best athlete on Spain. Like you got to be able to outpace somebody at some point. You got to be stronger and faster than somebody at some point. I don't see that. Like their best athletes are in their thirties. Did they bring a Domitrior? No, they did not. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. They're young and they're up and coming, and uh, they got a team full of prime Clay Thompsons. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to put it because I understand exactly what you're saying. You know, oh, like, is that a really good player to have? Absolutely. Is that a player that's going to win you something by itself? No. Nah. No. That's, that's Spain. So it could come down to Germany and Japan making out of the group. And it could also come down to Costa Rica playing Spain in a tough game and finishing third place in a group. Like, I'm not high on Spain at all. I'm not. Like, they have a crest, but there's always a big club, a big nation to go down early, you know? And mm-hmm. I think Spain is primed and ready to go down. The most vulnerable. I do agree with that. Prove me like La Liga football is boring. Most of I think most of Spain's starting eleven play in Spain. Mm-hmm. It's boring. <laughs> and you would think like that movement would be exciting. But it's not like Is it style of play? I don't necessarily think it's style of play. I think it's just going to come down to scoring goals. The best goal scorers are going to be in the German team in that group. Japan, I told you, their biggest struggle is scoring goals. They got million-dollar moves and 10-cent finishes. Like They can set people up all day, but nobody's putting the ball in the back of the net for Japan. Okay, I understand what you're saying now. That's it's like I want to call Costa Rica the worst just because of their team, but like you don't score on them. They they know what they have to do. Make it hard mm-hmm. to get past mm-hmm. past our back line because Keylor will do everything back there. We love this man. We and just when you think those dudes are bums, like you'll look That's up crazy. and the cross is whipping in and <laughs> you're down one nil with the quickness, right? Like it doesn't, it doesn't. this is what makes tournaments like this so great it's like being on varsity then the freshmen come up to play you and they and they whoop you and you're just like what we just got punched in the mouth by them freshmen yeah well, we were amped to play you 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 thought we were trash we've been waiting to play you this yeah. entire time and i feel like to your point i think costa rica is going to come like that i could see that japan they're they're like cold machines they just don't have enough talent yeah 
Yep. I, I, Japan is, I mean, they got a good midfield. They got decent fullbacks. The cover's not there, but their keeper, I don't think, is in any good league to speak of. And their finishers don't finish well. So they're going to concede and they're not going to score. You can't have both. Right. If there's one thing I've realized like the past couple of years watching soccer, you need a goalie that is experiencing that that's in a good league because those balls are coming at you with some weird angles with crazy speed. And if you're not facing that consistently, when you get to the World Cup, what are you going to do when Harry Kane boots went at you? Right. Off just planting, turning, and or when, or when Benzema is hitting you with something weird. Yeah, right. that you've never seen before. And you're just like, what? Benzema hits you with a Travella. <laughs> it's real. It's real. He actually did that in the game. So, like, you got to be ready for that. Um, group F. Belgium, Canada, Morocco, Croatia. To me, that's the group of death, bro. That's the hardest <laughs> group. For the worst worst team, I'm going to say a tie between Canada and Morocco. Mm-hmm. Only because Canada has no experience. Okay. No experience whatsoever. Morocco, I don't know that you have much more, but you do have more than Canada does. And I do believe in Akimi and Ch, and they have somebody else. They have a striker, don't they? I mm. like has a decent striker. They may. They got a belt. They probably didn't bring Tarot. I feel like he's old. Yeah, I think I think he's retired. Um. So I would say tie between those two for the worst. Uh, the best. Belgium. Uh, I don't know. I would say two and tie and tie for both. Okay. Honestly, because like Croatia, I think they can go. They're not going piece for piece with Belgium, but their pieces work well together. Their pieces work really well together for that Croatian Mm -hmm. team. They have a bunch of Swiss army knives that know how to play together. Yeah. I would say, you know, and when you talk about a balanced team, right, like attack and defense, I think uh-huh. they do both equally well. And then yes. when you talk about all three phases, attack, midfield, and defense, I think they got world-class guys on every level. They got world-class wingers. They got world-class defenders. I, yeah, Croatia is going to be tough. Uh, it's going to be tough to score on them. It's going to be tough to stop them from scoring on you. Set pieces are going to be a challenge. Um, that, that's a tough team. I, I pray for anybody who's got to see them. Uh, Morocco. I think they're going to be the worst. I think they're going to be the worst because ZH is not getting a whole lot of first-team minutes because when he plays at Chelsea, he's awful. He's Mm -hmm. terrible. He's not looking good. Um, He's either brilliant or trash. I mean, there is no in-between. And his form lately is just just trash. (sighs) 
Hakimi, when's the last time we talked about that dude uh, in a game? He doesn't really stand out on screen. I mean, he was good enough to get bought from Dortmund, and I think he was really good last year. But, you know, what you did last year is not going to afford you anything this year. Um, I don't see it with Morocco. Congratulations, you're in the World Cup, but you know you're going home early. I think Canada, while they're young, again they've got guys playing in European football. Their best players, not unlike the USA, are playing European club level games. They got two guys in Belgium. They got a striker in France. They got fullbacks in Turkey and um, the Bundesliga. Now, I think their keeper is a little sus, but uh, Canada will be fine. fine. I think they can maybe play. I'm not going to say they can steal a game. (laughs) I don't see that. But I think they'll they'll play Croatia and Belgium tight. I will say, again, my pick is Belgium. But I'd say that if there's a team to get something off of, I you can get it off Belgium before you can get it off Croatia. I, I'd see Belgium slipping before I see Croatia slipping. But I agree with that's that. a really tough group. My thing with Morocco and Canada, I feel like between Davies, uh, Hakimi, and Ziyech, Davies is a little different, but like he just kind of plays a role for Bayern. You know, just go crazy down this left-hand side. We can do everything else. The same kind of thing with Hakimi, I think. Go crazy down this right-hand, right-hand side. We can do everything else. Ziyech, not so much. He's not playing well right now. But I think all three of those guys, what we're going to see this World Cup, which one of one of the three, which one of you, which of you guys can take what you're getting with your club team that's really good because you're around some amazing players? And bring that here and help us and be a leader. Yeah. A lot of that so like is going to be made by what happens in that Canada-Morocco game. I exactly. Think. So, like, Alfonso Davies, can you take what you're getting at Bayern and, like, help us understand that here in Canada? If I'm not mistaken, I, I don't think he's fit. I don't think he's fit. Really? He's informed, but he got hurt. Okay, if he's not playing, well, then they, they get my vote. I, I, I think they're bringing him, but I think, you know, he's going to be limping out there. And if that's the best athlete in the group, not you know, not just on this team, but in the group, uh, that's going to be tough. I do agree with that. He, he is their game changer. I can do anything for him. But, uh, All right, so group G. We, got, we got two groups before we get out of here. Um, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon. Who you got? Best Brazil. Worst. Uh, I'm going to say Cameroon. I'm going to have to say Cameroon. Mm-hmm. I don't know who Switzerland brought with them, but I really believe in their goalie. And the few defenders that I knew that I know they have that are Swiss, that are, that mm-hmm. are good. Akanji. Um, yes, Akanji and Babu. Guys that just, um, 
they might not be good, but they're fast and big, which works for me. <laughs> You're fast and big, and you play top flight football. Yeah, right we're talking about bigger, that's stronger, enough. faster. Yeah, yeah, that's enough for me. And you have a good goalie who knows what he's doing back there. Yeah, um, you got Zakaria, you got Embolo, uh, you got Harris. Thank you, thank you. I forgot about all of those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, really good Swiss football. Yeah. So it's Cameroon for me because Serbia, I rock with uh, Sir Milinkovic Savage, mm-hmm. Serbia, and all those guys. Yeah, I think they're going to um, hold their that's own. That's my man, uh, Kostic. Yes. Kostic. I always mix up the Serbians and the Croatians. I, I, I have a tough time with those two as well. <laughs> I Serbians, always mix up those two. Croatians, and Latvians. For me, are just yes. <laughs> it's like the, the same, same people. <laughs> yeah, I have a tough time. With that. Um, let's see, Brazil, no contest. Um, I I, I want to say Serbia is probably going to be last in the group again. You hate to you hate you hate to give a big nation or, or a talented nation the last team in the group. But again, how many talented nations have gone out in the group stage? I mean, it's easy to drop games at this level. Um, I just think top to bottom, they don't have as much depth as Switzerland and Cameroon. That's that's really all I was going to come down to is like you maybe have you know. four guys who start for you that don't start in their leagues. And then you got guys coming behind them off the bench who are real bench warmers in Serbia because Serbia is a small enough nation. Like, I don't think Serbia is bigger than like, man, uh, I don't think Serbia is bigger than maybe Iowa. (laughs) It's not a big, big nation. So, you know, you're talking about 11 dudes from Iowa that can compete. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good point when you put it like that. One other thing I'm thinking about, what is the weather going to be like during these games? I'm pretty sure um, as long as they're day games, they'll be uh, 70s, 75. I used to live in Qatar. So at night, night games are really cold because it's a desert and the temperature swings are ridiculous, especially in the winter months. Um so any night games is actually going to be really cold. And if you go to a game that starts at six and gets out at seven thirty, eight o'clock, you know the temperature swing at that time is going to be is going to be something serious. So that's something to look out for. Okay, as long as they're not really hard hot games. No, it's it's um it's the winter in the desert. Okay. They're on the other side of the world, but they're also closer to the equator, and they're at the bottom of the equator. Okay, I don't think that'll play much of a part. So you're going with Serbia and Brazil? I'm going with Brazil and Switzerland. to make. Oh, it you out. said Brazil and Switzerland. To okay. make it out. Yeah, so Serbia is going to be the worst team. Yeah. Okay. Um, last group. And we'll shut it down here. Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, Korea. Who you got? 
it's like, well, I want to say Portugal's going to make it out. Uruguay also could. Darwin Nunez and those guys could just go crazy for a couple games. Um, I think Korea is going to be the worst. I think they're going to be the bottom because uh, they've got some players that I can think of, but I feel like Ghana has more, more top flight good players. Mm-hmm. I hate to and, be the guy that's like putting stock in last World Cup, but like Korea made it out of the group stage <laughs> in 2018. Fair. <laughs> that's fair. Let me think. I don't know the team that well, so I'm kind of just shooting in the dark here by who I do know. No, I mean, I don't I don't know that team well either. I don't. And my Ghana thing is this, and Yaki Williams is freed. I was never playing for Spain. Never playing for that Spanish national team. Now I can play. Man, so they used to call him the Black Panther in the Spanish national team. That was his nickname. Um, but him playing for Ghana, like, he has no continuity with these dudes. Um, he didn't play well in AFCON. I think Ghana was one of the first nations eliminated from AFCON. Really? Yeah, they were expected to do well and were not good. Um, I got no, I got about as much faith in Ghana as I do in Korea because I just don't trust that team while they have the talent. I just don't think they know how to play together. I don't know that they have a direction. They got talented guys, but so does Korea. Okay. I mean, I again, you know, you, you look at it, you're here, you're on this, you're in the World Cup. Like nobody's scrub scrubs, but when it's going to come down to like 11 versus 11, it, it also is going to come down to 11 dudes who know how to do the job together. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that Ghana knows what they're doing. I get what you're saying. It's like you have no continuity, which you also don't have good players either. At least if you had good players, you could just drop them in and be like, you know what, you know what to do. Your players are mid and you don't yeah, play together. Mid. Well. Yeah, they're definitely mid. That's you know, who's who's the when you when you hear Ghana, who's the first player that pops into your mind? Because mine is Thomas Partey, current player. Yeah, he's the best. But the first that pops for me is just Yaki Williams because of how recent that is. Yeah, I'm thinking if I if I dwell on it a little bit, I get uh, my man uh, Kevin Prince Botang. KPB. Um, who else do I get? Um, Mohamed Kudus, who plays for Ajax. That's another good one. After that, it gets real thin on me. <laughs> this is why I think Ghana, like, yeah, you need the system to work, but they have some studs. They have some physical specimens on that team. That I yeah, think but again, that. having studs and and no way to like plug them in, get them the ball, put them in the best situations. Like I don't see them playing great football because at Afcon, it's not about who's got the best players. Mm-hmm. 
It's about who can play the best together. And that's in Africa. And, and, and when you zoom out and you're putting these people on the world stage, again, if you have good players, congratulations, good for you. But what are, you, <laughs> what are y'all doing together? I get that. What are you doing together, especially when everybody else is playing together? Mm-hmm. Um, another sense. player I thought about, um, Duncan in Syria. I think he plays for Fiorentina. The center mid. Yeah. And then they got that one guy, uh, Jesse, who plays for Spezia. Oh. What is... No, that's Ivory Coast. I was thinking of Kessie. Yeah, he's Ivory Coast. And again, like Ivory Coast didn't win AFCON. They got depth. They got really solid dudes. But it's going to come down to like how good can y'all play together. It makes a lot of sense. That's what AFCON is all about. It ain't about who who's on your team. You know, you can have the best player in a, in a singular league, but if that's all you got, not going to get it done. Does any team in AFCON have two studs? I feel like they don't. They're the only team. Cooley, Bali, Mindy, Mane. And Mane. Okay. Ivory Coast has Zaha and Kessier and Eric Bailly. Um, Nicholas Pepe, if they want to use him. Yeah, Nico, he, he's some. He's so sometimey. We talk about wishy washy. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it gets it gets super thin in Africa when you start adding like dudes to multiple nations. Now, if you if you have a first eleven from Africa, okay, now we can get somewhere. But when you go nation by nation, man, it's usually like one or two guys, and one of those guys is almost never a keeper. I think right. that's that's it, man. I think. Uh, I want to thank you for spending time with me today on the pod, man. This is this is gold. We got about an hour worth of of uh, of content for me to edit, so this will be fun. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for today's episode. I want to thank you again for tuning in, and I would also like to make sure that you are subscribed and that you are leaving ratings and comments on this podcast. This is going to help me grow tremendously. So thank you for your time and I appreciate you.